Everybody, welcome to the Five Hustle Podcast. We're talking about being an entrepreneur in multiple ways to make money for your family. I'm your host, Priest Gordon. I'm a full-time day trader and real estate investor. I started a company called Limwood Holdings. We bought properties in Texas and Colorado, and we're going to have a real fun show for you guys today. Now, I made a post a couple weeks ago on my Instagram talking about um, it's better to have a fourplex than a 401k. I think I worded it a little different, but that's pretty much the general idea. So I kind of wanted to dig into that topic today. And really show you guys the difference between having a 401k for 20 years versus a fourplex for 20 years and how that can grow and what you can do with that going from there. Now, of course, having a 401k is going to be an easy situation. You're just going to work every day and your job is going to sit back and, and take that out of your paycheck and it'll grow and grow and grow. They'll usually have um, my old company had Vanguard as their, as their, um, their facilitator for our 401ks. So whoever your manager is at Vanguard would be, managing the account and putting a 401k and changing of what stocks you guys invested in, mutual funds, all that kind of thing going from there. So that's pretty much how it would go. And I also noticed that my 401k would go up and go down. So I got ready to leave corporate in 2018. I was really checking the number because I cashed that whole thing out to dump into more investing. But I was really checking that number every day because in the end, it would just go up and down based on the stock market. You know what I mean? So that's kind of crazy to think about that your, your whole retirement – could really be based on the stock market and it could go up and down whenever it felt like. And who's to say if you're not 59, get ready to retire and all of a sudden COVID happens and a whole market drops and you got to wait for a whole year for everything to come back up or six months or a year, everything to come back up. You might've lost a couple hundred thousand dollars. So in the end, we're going to dig into these numbers and really explain to you what the difference is and how much money you can make doing real estate investing or how much money you can make with this 401k on easy street. All right. So, I'm going to use my old corporate numbers kind of as a basis and I'm using bank rates calculator that they have to kind of go run through these numbers for the 401k side. So let's say you starting off with a salary of a hundred thousand dollars. And that's what I was at when I got ready to leave. Um, let's say your percent to contribute would be 6%. And that's what the max was at my job. I could put in would be 6%. Um, let's say my annual salary increase would be 3%. Now for purpose of this exercise, let's say that, um, Current age would be 45, then you would retire at 65. So let's say a 20-year study. And let's say annual rate of return would be 7%, which is the normal average. Also, let's say employer match would be 100% match. So they would match the same 6% that I put in. So let's say we're getting a total of 12% of that $100,000. So pretty much $12,000 a year is being contributed to my 401k plan. I'm going from there. Now, if you do this for 20 years, starting with nothing and 12,000 a year and letting it roll at that 7%. At the end of 20 years, you would have 642,303. And let's see if you guys can see that. Maybe we can get a good focus in. There you go. All right. So 642,303. That's not too shabby for pretty much sitting back and just putting in 12,000 a year and it's letting it grow and grow and grow. You're not doing anything to touch that money. So now as I say, and at that 642, let's say, so let's say you're 65, and let's say life expectancy, let's give you 85. Let's say you've been eating your vegetables, doing what you're supposed to be doing. So let's say you got to live off that for 20 years. So you're going to divide that 642 by your 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So looking at that, I'll make sure I do my numbers right, going from there. That's pretty much going to be about 31,000. That you're looking at going from there. Yeah, about 31000 about 32000 a year that you can do off of that. Now, hopefully, your home is paid for. And then let's say you got, the so only thing you're doing every year is you're just 
buying cars and kind of going from there. So it's going to be less than $3,000 a month, right? That's what you're looking at if you do the 642, right? And let's say you started in your 45-year late bloomer, because, I mean, I didn't start my 401K to live it later on as well. But let's say you're doing that. So you're pretty much looking at, let's round it up and say you're doing $3,000 a month. Let's say your home is paid for. So hopefully with that, you don't have any real medical problems kind of going for it, even though that's usually what hits most people at that stage in life is the medical problems. But let's say that you're stuck with about $3,000 a year. And that's what you're looking at. I mean, I mean, it's a good retirement. I mean, you can live off of that. Let's say that, but you can't have any kind of crazy mistakes. Now, hopefully you would have some health insurance and kind of stuff buttoned up to kind of help you go from there. But in the end, you got three grand a month on the 642 looking at that from there. Okay. Now let's compare a fourplex to this whole situation. Now let's say you found you a fourplex. Let's say that thing is a ARV, which is going to be after repair value would be $200,000, right? But let's say it needs a little bit of work and you found it for a hundred thousand dollars, right? So let's say it's a hundred K fourplex that you can get. And let's say it's worth 200 K when it's fully fixed up. All right. So now you would go to a hard money lender and you would say, Hey, Mr. Lender, I found this nice fourplex. It's worth 200 K. I can get it for a hundred K. Let's make the deal. They say, okay, great. We'll give you the hundred K purchase price. We'll also give you, let's say 30 K for repairs. Right? So that means you're all in for $130,000. Right? Okay. And let's say that, for some reason, your debt service and closing costs, let's say another 10. So that'll put you around 140 all in, right? That's what you're looking at, right? From the lender. You know what I mean? Now, yeah, 10 came out of your pocket, so let's go from there. So let's say um, $100,000 purchase price, 30K rehab. You paid 10K of your own money for closing costs and for servicing the loan, all that kind of stuff going from there, right? Okay, so now you're in this thing. It only costs you ten grand out of pocket, right? So now you look at this 401k. You put in six grand of your own money. Um, the company gave you another six grand. So let's say you sat back and waited that full year. You had a full ten. You put a full ten into this house. All right. So with that ten k, now you have a two hundred thousand dollar asset, right? That is producing rent. And let's say you're getting, I don't know, let's just say five hundred bucks a month per unit, right? You should be getting more than that, but let's just say that's what you're getting, right? Times 40 equals $2,000 a month, right? Now, let's say for for purposes of calculations, let's say 1500 bucks a month comes out at 2000 and that's covering your loan, that's covering insurance, that's covering the home warranty, all kind of stuff. Let's say at the end of the day, you are netting $500 a month from this fourplex, Real life, you will net a lot more, a lot more. But let's say for the exercise, you're netting $500 a month, right? Just to keep it nice and simple and kind of go from there, right? So it's $500 a month times 12 for the whole year. That means that you will make six k a year a rent from this fourplex, right? So on top of that, after about six months, you refied this house. Because you bought it from, from you got a hard money lender to give you money for it, so you got to pay them back somehow. So you did a refile on this house. Let's say that it's worth 200 k Your local credit union is going to give you 80% of that as a cash out, right? So 80% means you're going to sit back and you're going to get 160 k cash, cash money, 
back for this fourplex, right? You sit back and you pay back the lender. You paid them back the 130, right? That means that you are left over with $30,000, right? So you have $30,000 cash. You have a cash flowing asset that's making $6,000 a year. And you got 30 grand to go do it all over again. So let's say on a very simple terms, you're going to work every day. You don't want to sit back and be a full-time real estate investor. You don't have time for all this stuff. You're just tired. You don't have time for that. Okay, great. But we do know you got one asset already. You got 30 grand cash and you're not trying to be, you're not trying to sit back. You're not trying to do any kind of marketing, no kind of crazy stuff. We don't sit back and just make smooth money, right? Okay. So what you would do is you would sit back and find these turnkey properties, these turnkey companies, or not even full turnkey, but just basic ones who get out here and find your properties, whether that's going to be wholesalers or these big outfits that are pretty much super wholesalers together. And what they usually do, and I got, I get emails from them every single day, is they tell you, hey, we got this property over here. Um, it's worth, you know, say, if ARV on this property is going to be two hundred grand, but you can buy it for seventy or eighty thousand, hundred thousand dollars, whatever it is, right? Pretty much the same kind of deal you got at first. So what you want to do is every single year for twenty years, you're going to buy one property. Now, real estate investors know we'd buy a lot more than that, but for this exercise. We're going to buy one single property. We're not going to do any kind of hunting for it. We're going to simply get on five email lists of wholesalers and these big conglomerates. And they're going to send us a rental property we can look at. And we're going to be very, very picky about this because we're not real estate investors. We're just somebody with some money who wants to buy one property this year. That's a really good deal. So you're going to sit back, take your whole time the whole year, find a good one. that's just the same way as the first deal was. Don't have to be a fourplex. It can be a single family house, whatever it is. The main thing is you have to cash flow $500 a month from this deal, right? Wherever that is. So you'll sit back, find this deal from whoever you got it from. You just go back to the same hard money lender or a different one. Tell them the same deal. Hey, I got this house. ARV is worth $100,000. I can get it for 60. It needs 10 to go into it. Let's make it happen. Let's say, okay, now you got 30 grand cash, right? Now, of course, you've been working at your job and making your money, but let's say you put it into the side. You got 30 grand cash. You take out another six, maybe 10 at the most. So same thing, the closes deal. Your closing costs, fees to the lender, right? You still got 20 behind you. You got to use 10 for this. So let's say this whole house is a 100 grand house. That's how much ARV is. Let's say your purchase price is 60. And then the lender gave you 10 to fix it up, right? That means you're all in 70K, right? It's 70 ARV, you're all in that. You put in, you, you do the 10, so you're going from there. So now you sit back, you get this house, you fix it up, you go from there. You refi this house. Bank gives you the 80K on this one, right? So you sit back, you pay the lender back his 70. Now you got your 10 left over from there, right? Now you're making your, your same six grand for that whole year because you're doing the 500 bucks a month. So for year one, you had one property, you made $6,000, right? Year two, you have a second property, and now you're making $12,000 a year, right? But when you add that up, you made the $6,000 from the first year plus the $12,000 from the second year because you had two properties for the second year. So now you're up to $18,000 after two years. The third year, you do the same process because you're still holding on to the same thirty k, but now it's ten more because you just refinanced the second house. So now you got forty k, right? You go back to the, the, same, the same thing. For the third year, you find another property. Same one, 
70%, 60% ARV, $100,000 house, you go from there, right? You have a hundred for it, you just simply check in your email, you see something nice you like and, and the zip code you like, you get it, go for the deal, you go get it, you lock it up from there. So every single year, you're going to buy one property that's worth hundred k, but you're getting it for between 60 and 70. We find these all the time. You can get even cheaper than that as well, but that's what you're doing. Then you're going to sit back. So the first year you made six grand, second year you made 12, the third year you made 18. If you keep going this, so each year you're adding $6,000 to your earned income from what well I earned income, your passive income from these properties, but your stack is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Over the course of 20 years, by following the same process, you would have made $1.26 million in just rent. Just rent by itself. And that's if you only cash flowed $500 a month. We're not talking about areas where you can cash flow more or when you're having your rent increases, things of this nature. We're talking about strictly $1.26 million from, from rent going from there. Now, let's say you lost some of this from vacancies and things of this nature as well. Let's say you had um, uh, upgrades, all kind of capital expenses going on from there. So, okay, let's say we take out 260 grand over a 20 year period. We wipe out 260 K for vacancies and also for capital upgrades. Let's say you replace refrigerators and all kind of stuff, even though that's already baked in to that, that net, that net cash flow. Cause you're already taking it off the top when you're doing your rent every month anyway. But let's say for this exercise, let's say 260 K covers vacancies and capital stuff, roofs, everything else that you didn't plan for all that kind of stuff that still leaves you a million dollars in just rent that you collected over 20 years. Right? So you're already beating that $642,000, but guess what else? This is the, um, the, the, uh, coming to America. Aha, the aha. You still haven't calculated your, your property values, your equity from owning 20 houses. Now this first one was worth 200 K, right? But uh, the other 19 are all worth a hundred K each, right? So that means you have $2.1 million in equity from owning these properties. So you got your 2.1 and this is without, this is the sick part. This is without any kind of inflation and property values going up as we know they all do. But let's just say that for some crazy reason, all these houses stayed exactly their current value. And over 20 years, they did not increase in value, which we know is a lie. But let's say they didn't for this exercise. That means that your 2.1 plus the 1 million from rent is going to have you at $3.1 million, right? At the end of 20 years. Okay. And this is the nasty part. So the thing I like, I don't like about 401ks is I can't touch it for the whole 20 years. It's just a number on the screen that's going up and going down. There's nothing I can do with it until I turn whatever age I'm at 59 and a half, whatever the government says you can be where you can sit back and roll from there. Right? So that's where you're at. You can't touch this money. Same thing with the stock market. When something's in the stock market, you have to just look at it. You can't touch it till you cash out. And once you cash out, it's no longer producing income anymore. When you compare that to these rental properties, now I can use this money every single month if I want to. Now, yeah, you could have sat back for 20 years and not touched it all and been sitting back with that 1.26 at the end. But for the whole 20 years, you could have been living real good. You know, you could have been living off of this money at the same time. And then just the property values alone would have still beat 
the 401k numbers by itself. Because that's what you guys want to look at. You can sit back and over 20 years be a real estate investor the lazy way. You don't have to sit back. You don't have to spend any money on marketing. You don't have to do anything. All you can do is sit back and save $10,000 today. Save $10,000. You can work your butt off at your job. Save ten grand, And you sit back and say, man, I like my job. I'm working for 10 years. Okay, great. Do that. That one ten grand that you're going to spend can feed you for the rest of your life. And we're showing it to you right here. Use that ten grand, find your property from one of these wholesalers, whoever it is, because they market the landlords. That's what they do. You find a property and say, hey, this one look really good. The numbers are really good. It's worth two hundred k. I can get it for a hundred. Find your hard money lender. They're going to fund this all day because for one, it's over a hundred thousand dollars. So they always fund those kind of deals. And also, you have a job and you got cash. You're going to get approved. The deal is under 60% ARV. You're in the door. And because the ARV is so nice on this particular deal, then you can refinance it and get some cash out of it. And then you just take that same cash and you go buy another one. And you do this every single year. You don't have to hunt for them. You just check your email. They're going to send them to you every single day. I guarantee you. As soon as you sign up for these services, New Western, there's so many other companies. New Western is a big one here in Colorado. But, I mean, literally, they just send you properties every single day. So you sign up with 10 wholesalers, whatever it is, and just make a folder on your email drive, and those emails will go to it every single day. Whenever you get ready to buy another one, that's what you can do. Now, the crazy part is, what if you told yourself, okay, I can do this every six months. Instead of buying one a year, you can buy two a year because all you're doing is taking that cash you got from the refi and just sitting in the bank. So as soon as that property comes up on the email list, oh, this one looks nice. Okay. You call the guy up. Hey, I want to buy this one. Can you help me? That's what they do. New Western will come in. They'll usher you through the whole process. They'll help you buy the home. They help you find contractors to fix it up. I mean, they take you through the whole thing. And that's how easy it is to be a real estate investor as long as you have some cash. So that's what you would do. And you sit back. So instead of buying one a year, you could buy one every six months. And letting them handhold you through the whole process. All you're doing is showing up to closing. They're finding property management for you. I mean, it's it's a really smooth process. So in the end, you're going to make so much money by doing this over the 20-year period. That 401k makes no sense to you. Because in the end, you're not your landlord, but you're not managing the property. Property management company is doing all that for you. You sitting back and simply checking your emails. Every month you're getting your report in. They deposit the money into your account. You're going from there. And this rock and roll with it. So if you sit back and compare a 401k, it give you $642,000 over a 20-year period, which will leave you at $32,000 a year for those last 20 years of your life. Compared to you sitting back and you got, let's say, that 3.1, right? No, let's say you've been eating off of this 3. That 3.1. Let's say you've been using that 1.26, eating off that the whole time. But let's say retirement age comes in those 20 years. You got that 2.1 left. Left in equity, right? Now, people don't know this, though, but that 2.1 with equity, when the equity joes up, you don't pay tax on the equity. Now, you will pay taxes on any kind of gains you have and stuff like that, but as well, this is your money. Now, now that rent money, you're paying you're paying tax on that, but that 2.1, you're going to ride off in the sunset with that. So you divide that by 20, that means you got $105,000 a year compared to that $32,000 a year. Now you sit back and you're 65 years old and somebody tells you, yeah, man, you can live off of a hundred grand, 105 grand a year. You rolling. If you want to cash out all those properties and go from there, 
or this is the slick part. At the end of those 20 years, you're going to be sitting back making some serious bread every single month. You got 20 properties, right? And each one of those gives you $6,000 a month, right? So that means you're cash flowing 120 grand a month from those 20 properties. Actually, let me make sure I do this right. So you got those 20, those 20 properties. Do my math on this. So 20 properties times your 500 a month. I'm sorry. That's 10 grand a month. Yeah, that's 10 grand a month you live enough of off of that. Times for the whole year will give you your 120 for the year versus that 32 a year that you're getting from the 401k. So either way you cut it, buying those properties once a year is going to be great for you. You're going to make so much bread doing that. Now, if you decide you want to sit back and buy one every six months, you just doubled your money going from there, and it's going to keep stacking up on you. So in the end, the lesson of this whole story is to buy properties. Don't worry about that 401k. If you got 50, 60 grand in there, cash the son of a gun out. Cash it out. Cash it out. Go sit back, log on to newwestern.com, uh, find out some wholesalers in your area and say, listen, I'm a new real estate investor and I just want to buy one rental property. All I want to do, I want to make sure it's 60%, 70% ARV. I want to cash flow 500 bucks a month. That's what you do. You tell the guys in New Western that, they're going to hook you up. They're going to find you a lender, everything that you need. And you just start this process. You tell yourself, listen, I'm going to buy one every single year. And after 20 years, your retirement is locked in. You're good to go. After 10 years, you'd be good to go. You know what I mean? So this is what guys really need to think about is at the end, they teach everybody this 401k is great. That's what you really need. But at the end, no, you need a fourplex. And that's what my logo is. You don't need a 401k. You need a fourplex. I mean, so I hope you guys can understand these numbers. I'm going to upload a spreadsheet to the, um, to the podcast notes and also on YouTube as well. They'll be kind of understand and see it for yourself. But in the end, this is some great money you can make and it's not that hard to do it. But this is the five for podcast guys. If you really like what we're talking about here, I want you to do three things. I want you to like follow and share with your friends. Thanks so much and go hustle.